On this episode, I'll share seven quick landing page tips that can help you turn more of your website visitors into leads and customers. Are you ready to discover the specific growth marketing tactics that will help you generate more traffic, leads, and sales? That's what Learn Growth Marketing is all about. In 20 minutes or less, you'll stay informed on what's trending and how to leverage it today with actionable marketing insights that keep you ahead of the curve in a constantly changing digital landscape. So whether you're starting a business, scaling a business, or helping your clients get better results, it's time to sit back, relax, and become the smartest marketer in the room. Hello and welcome to another episode of Learn Growth Marketing. I'm your host, Nicholas Scalise, and on this episode, we're going to be talking about landing pages and how to optimize your landing page or your website to turn more of your website visitors into leads and customers. So while I'm using the term landing page, a lot of these tips can be applied to a homepage or to really any page on your site. So even if you're not using landing pages in the most formal way possible, this is still going to help you if you have any type of web presence. So why don't we jump right in? Number one is you need to focus on clarity. Simplify the above the fold section of your landing page and focus on just one main thought or one main headline. And sometimes you'll wanna put a sub headline below it, but the idea here is that clarity is one of the most important building blocks you can have on your landing page or on your website. You don't wanna confuse people, especially right at the top of the page where they're trying to figure out what is going on with this page or this site. You wanna make sure to focus on clarity. And to do that, you should have one main headline maybe a subheadline and one very clear call to action. Now, in an article that I wrote on this topic, which I will link to in the show notes for this episode, I give some examples of this, and it's a lot more easy to understand when you can see the visual representation of what an unclear headline looks like, but I'll try to explain it the best I can in this audio format. So the example I give is from a company called Insightly, which is a product that helps you do project management. And they have on their homepage, or they did at one time, they had a headline that said, unleash your inner hero with Insightly. So if you got to that page and you saw that headline, you really wouldn't understand what the product does, what's the benefit, what are they talking about in terms of unleashing your inner hero, what does this have to do, is it something to do with superheroes, and then they just repeat the product name, which is Insightly. So it doesn't really do a good job of clarifying for the visitor what it is that they're providing or what they can do for you, the visitor. Now to juxtapose that with a good example, I have a visual in the blog post for this topic, which I I will link to in the show notes, from Shopify. Shopify is the very popular e-commerce giant that helps you set up e-commerce stores, and they have a landing page that they've been using for a long time with the headline, Sell Online with Shopify. So yeah, they still use the product name, but they tell you exactly what you can do. You can sell online with Shopify. It's very simple, very clear. If someone is searching for how to sell something online and they land on that page, it's very clear what it's offering. And then they combine that with a subheadline that says trusted by over 1 million businesses worldwide. So they're adding in some social proof, some authority, some credibility, and that trust factor with that subheadline. So it's a really powerful combination when used properly. So that's a good example of how you can use this sense of clarity in your headline, 
on your landing page to help the visitor understand what's going on right away. Okay, let's move on to the second tip. We're gonna cover seven different things. So I'm gonna move through these pretty quickly. And I, again, I wanna keep all of these episodes pretty short, under 20 minutes. So we're gonna jump right in to the second tip. And that is to increase the relevance on your landing page. What do I mean by that? Well, you should focus less on the features and more on the benefits and outcomes that show the visitor how your offer or your product or your service will solve their problem. The thing to keep in mind here is that as someone visits your landing page or your website, what they're really thinking is what's in it for me. There's an old acronym, W-I-I-F-M. Some people refer to it as everyone's favorite radio station because it ends with FM as in FM radio. But the idea here is that what's in it for me is what you should be thinking as you're building your landing page and writing the copy because that's what most people are thinking as they view the page. They wanna know what's in it for them. They wanna know what's the relevance. And so this should be top of mind as you're building the page. And an example here is I often see pages or websites that talk all about the company. It was founded in 1940 and here's the team and this is how we are changing the world. And it's all we, 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 us, us, us. And it doesn't talk enough about what you're gonna do for the visitor. What are you gonna do for your audience? How are you gonna help them? How are you gonna take them from a before state to an after state, which is another really important concept that we're gonna talk about in a future episode, the whole thing about taking someone from a before state and helping them make a transformation to that after state, whatever it may be, whether it's to help them make more money or solve a specific problem with software or get an answer to a question, whatever it may be, that's what they're really looking for. They're looking for that transformation. And part of that is relevance. They were looking for something, that's why they landed on the page, or they were expecting something, maybe they clicked on an ad and they were expecting something, and you have to make it relevant to what they were expecting and relevant to their specific situation. So that's the idea here, it's pretty simple. Increase the relevance of your page. And one of the best ways to do that is to focus more on benefits and outcomes and less on features and less on things about you or about us. And here's a really quick tip that goes really well with this concept. If you have anything on your page that says something like about us or our story, rewrite that section and rewrite that headline. Try not to use the words about us or our story or anything that mentions the words we. And this isn't possible all the time. There's going to be places where you have to use those terms, but just be mindful of it and try to reduce the usage of those types of self-centered words as much as possible. And if you reposition those sections so that they talk more about how you've helped others, how you can help the specific target audience that you are speaking to, that's gonna make a world of difference. Okay, let's move right along and jump into tip number three, and that's to create strong affinity on your landing page. Now, affinity is really interesting because it's hard to isolate down what is one thing that makes someone like a landing page or a company that's behind the page or behind the website and dislike it, right? It's very personal, it's very subjective. But if we did have to pick one thing, it's probably the design of the page. And it's the design of the things on the page, even the logo that is usually going to be in the upper left corner or the center of the top of the page. There's gonna be a logo somewhere and people are gonna make a split second decision of whether or not they like the page and the company that stands behind it or not. So the design is not to be ignored. Now it's often said that the copy on the page is what sells. That's what converts people from 
visitors into leads and customers. And this is true, but the design should not be overlooked because the design supports the copy. And so you don't want to have a page that has wonderful copy that's well-written by a conversion-focused copywriter and then totally miss it on the design. So the design is really important. And there's other reasons why you should also have a great design for your landing pages as well, because it needs to be easy to navigate. It needs to create a great user experience, especially on mobile. I've seen it happen so many times where a page looks great on desktop or laptop, but for some reason it's not converting. And when you dig into the numbers, you see that most of the traffic is probably mobile. And then you go and you check out the mobile experience and it's terrible. It's not responsive or the font is too small or the colors don't work or something doesn't load or it's not very easy to interact with, but that's usually the problem. And so you wanna make sure that the design of your page works really well on both desktop, laptop, mobile, tablet, run it through all of those different tests. Make sure that the typography is easy to read. Make sure that you're using consistent colors with good amounts of contrast so that it's easy to read the content and that you're using authentic images that don't look like stock photos. If you have to use any type of stock photos, try not to use the ones that look overly stocky. So the bottom line here is that you should create a sense of affinity through the design of your page. And it's hard to say exactly what you have to do to do that, but I think once you look at the page, you're gonna know whether or not you nailed it. Okay, we're moving on to tip number four for how to improve your landing pages or your website. And this one is all about influence. You need to showcase your influence. And the best way to do that is with what's called social proof. If you're not familiar with the term social proof, it's really just testimonials or case studies or some way that you can prove or attempt to prove to your visitor that you have the credibility that you claim you have. And probably the number one way to do this is with a testimonial. The right testimonial can make or break a landing page. And the wrong testimonial can kill a landing page very easily because it looks inauthentic and it just makes some crazy claims. So you wanna be very careful if you're using testimonials. Now testimonials work really well when they look authentic, meaning you have maybe the first name of the person giving the testimonial, you have their headshot, maybe where they're from or what company they work at if your product or service is for the B2B market. But anyways, the testimonial itself is really important. You don't want it to be too long, you don't want it to be too short, and you really want it to focus in on something that the visitor can relate with. What is relatable about that testimonial? That's really what you wanna showcase. So getting the right testimonials for your page can be really, really important. Other things you can do to add social proof to the page are case studies, which are a bit more in-depth than a testimonial. You don't wanna overuse those because then it'll just create a whole bunch of additional text on the page that you may not need. You can also do video testimonials or video case studies. Those work really well if they're short. And you can also use what I like to call statistical social proof. And this is maybe the number of customers or clients you have. So say you've worked with 10,000 businesses over the last 10 years, you could put that on the page and that looks very impressive as long as you can back it up. So showcasing your influence, that's what matters in this tip. Tip number five, let's move on to the next one, which is all about building up trust. Now, increasing the perception of trust by adding trust indicators, trust badges, certifications, affiliations, and other quantifiable stats, such as the number of years in business, can add a lot of credibility to the page. 
In the blog post for this episode, which I will link to in the show notes, I give an example from a company called Envision, and they do a great job of showcasing some really well-known trust signals that are right below the hero section of their page. So as people visit the page, they see the top where it has the headline, the subheadline, the call to action, and then right below that, they're going to see this trust logo section where it shows the different brands that are using their product. And in Envision's case, we're talking about Shopify, Amazon, HBO, IBM, Netflix, and Lyft, just to name a few. So it's very powerful because people see that and they say, wow, if these companies are using this product, it must be really good. So adding trust is really important to a page and you don't have to do it through logos of companies that are using your product. You could also do it with certifications. So if you go to my agency website, earnworthy.com, you'll see that we are certified in a number of different ways. We have a Conversion Excel Certified Optimizer badge. We have the Unbounce Agency Partner badge. We have our Google Partners badge. And so this is another way that we can sort of show the trust that we've earned in the community by showcasing some of the certifications and the affiliations and partnerships that we've accumulated and earned over the years. So that's another way you can do it. Certifications work. Uh, even if you're selling something, let's say that your product is organic. Let's say you're selling some type of health food product and it's certified organic. If you can put that logo or that symbol somewhere on the page, that's going to really help increase trust. Okay, we're moving right along to the next one. And this one is all about advantage and mentioning the advantage or what's called the unique advantage that your product or service or offer has. So what do I mean by that? Well, a unique advantage is something that is special about your offer or your product or service that others can't easily replicate. So this is what makes your brand stand out from the competitors. And one of my favorite examples of a unique advantage is the vacuum company Dyson. So Dyson vacuums, they use what's called cyclonic separation technology to remove dust allergens and other particles from the air and really a whole bunch of different vacuum manufacturers use similar things but what Dyson got really good at was creating sort of this proprietary way of speaking about their product and creating this unique technology so that it really stands out and that's their unique advantage and they've run with that very successfully for many years so that's just one example you could also see examples from companies like Uber and Amazon, and there's all different types of unique advantages out there. When you think about a company, you think about how it is unique from their competitors. For Amazon, maybe it's their unparalleled selection or the ability to get something to your door quicker than anyone else. So this is going to take some research on your part and some thinking on your part. If you don't already have it figured out, you need to figure out what is the unique advantage of the offer or the product or the service that you are promoting on your landing page. And you really want to call attention to that throughout the page. Okay, we've made it to the seventh and final tip. And this one is a very important one. And it's to make it easy for people to take action. Now, let me tell you what happens all the time. I see a landing page that covers most of what we just talked about, and they have these six points really dialed in. They have a really clear message. They have a unique advantage. They're using trust logos. They have some social proof on the page. They have everything else dialed in. But then when it comes time to actually getting people to take action, whether it be to fill out a form, call a phone number, click a button, make a purchase, whatever it may be, 
they fall short because there's no clear call to action or they've worded the call to action in the wrong way or they haven't mentioned the call to action prominently enough, whatever it may be, you want to remember that people are on that landing page for a specific reason and you want them to move forward to the next step and you need to make it clear for what they need to do to get to that next step and that's where your call to action comes in. Now, the most common way to represent a call to action on a landing page is with a button. And so whether it's a button on a form or a button that clicks through to some other step or that goes to the checkout process or the cart or it calls you via a click to call number, your call to action buttons are really important on your landing pages and you really want those to stand out. So visually, you'll wanna use a contrasting color and style to make those call to action buttons stand out. And you'll also want to pay attention to the words that you're using on the button. A lot of times I see buttons that say things like submit or learn more. And I'm not saying this is terrible all the time, but usually there's a better word choice there. Because if you think about the word submit, it's just a negative word that a lot of people don't really feel excited about when, when you think about the word submit. So instead, if you have a form on your page and it says submit on the button, change that to something more exciting. What is it that people are gonna get when they fill out that form? Are they getting a free consultation? Then maybe that's what it should say. Yes, I want my free consultation or yes, let's get in touch. Something like that. Something that tells people what it is that they're getting and makes them excited about it. So that's pretty much it. That's what I wanted to cover. I ran through these seven tips really fast because I wanted to keep this short and concise, but I created a resource that you can download absolutely free if you want to keep this as a checklist so that the next time you're improving your website or building a landing page for a marketing campaign, you'll have these seven recommendations right in front of you. And I call this the seven question landing page framework because something that I didn't really get into on this episode is that each of these tips is a fundamental question that the landing page visitor is going to have as they visit the page. For instance, they're gonna wonder, what is this page about? That's the clarity question, and we talked about clarity. Or they're gonna say, how can I get this? That's the action question, and we talked about calls to action. So I'm not gonna get into too much more detail there, because that would make it a very long episode, but there's a whole framework behind these seven tips, and so you can download my seven question landing page framework absolutely free. All you have to do is go to growthmarketer.co slash framework and you can get instant access to it. You will also be added to our weekly newsletter list called Growth Marketer Weekly, which is absolutely free. And every Thursday you get one simple email with my favorite growth marketing tools, insights, and resources. Of course, you can unsubscribe at any time and it's absolutely free. So again, go over to growthmarketer.co slash framework and download that list today. That's going to do it for this episode. If there's a topic you'd like to see covered on a future episode of this podcast, let me know. You can email me at nicholas at growthmarketer.co, or you can hit me up on social media, and all of those links are in the show notes for this episode. So thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time. So until then, take care. Learn Growth Marketing is a production of Earnworthy LLC. 